welcome to the Wilco Podcast. Worship Leaders Collective is a worship community of over 32,000 worship leaders from 99 countries around the world. You can check us out online at worshipleaderscollective.com or type in Worship Leaders Collective on Facebook to get connected for free today. Our hope is to help equip you with the tools and resources you need so that you can be who God's called you to be and do what He's called you to do. You've been called for such a time as this. Listen up as we dive into another episode of the Wilco Podcast. Welcome to the Wilco Podcast. My name is Jenny McGrew, and we have a special little episode for you today uh, with a special guest in the house, uh, Jason Houtsma from Worship Artistry. He actually was recently a part of a Wilco podcast, um, but I asked Jason if he would jump on today um, as he works with so many of you um, in the areas of just musicianship and, and learning new songs, and Christmas is coming up, and I noticed that some of you have a lot of questions about set lists. Some of you have questions about what new songs to do for Christmas. Some of you have questions about how do I do this? You know, how we've been doing it hasn't been working. Is there a better way to navigate this forward? And some of you had questions about Advent. So we just want to help maybe open up a world of ideas for you. You know, it's just two of us on here today, but just perhaps provoke some new thought for you and perhaps some new ways of doing Christmas um, with your team in your church this year. So listen up. Uh, perhaps there's something in here that will help you. We love you guys. Welcome to the Wilco podcast episode. Again, we don't know, but... <laughs> I lose track all the uh, time of ours. <laughs> we are loving our recent... Lots of chats, if I can say it like that. I'm not really <laughs> making a lot of sense right now. With our newfound friend, Jason Houtsma. Am I saying that correct, Jason? That is correct. You nailed it. That's how you know okay. we're really friends. So you know we're really friends if you say yeah, my name correctly. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not calling you Houtsma anymore. We have evolved uh, into Houtsma <laughs> because we are friends. Uh, Jason founded uh, Worship Artistry years ago now. And many of you would be familiar with Worship Artistry, an awesome tool and awesome resource for worship leaders, worship teams, just like yourself. And they really have a heart to help equip and raise up leaders for the everyday church. So you could be mega church. They want to help you. You could be small church. They really, really want to help you. They really, really want to like help us. you. Because you're just like us. Because you're like us. Yes. <laughs> we're the same. It's like Ice Age. We're the same. Um, but yeah, so we just, we just love Jason. We love his heart. And we've had a lot of chats the last couple of weeks. But I have noticed that you've been pretty active on Wilco. Thank you. Yes. Um, you can see that you really have a heart to help people um, and help worship leaders and worship teams. But I texted Jason yesterday, actually. So we've just like, we're both like getting off chats with other people. We're jumping on this one and just for like 10 or 15 minutes to help maybe ease some of that pressure under pressure. Yes. You know that song, Under Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I wish I had like a little jingle machine here, but ease up pressure called Christmas. And I say this every year, but I hardly can believe Christmas is here again. I hardly right. can believe it. Yeah. And for worship teams, oh, especially if you've been part of big church, you can tend to have, you can be a little triggered. <laughs> you can be a little triggered when Christmas comes because 
production is real. Production is real in big church. I can remember in Calgary and just like, you know, you've done it so many times and you're standing on the stage in Christmas Eve and you're like, if I can just hold this together for 10 minutes longer and not totally. mess this up. And totally. you're so tired and you're thinking about like, I have to go home and we're going to open presents and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But I just believe that God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. Okay. Right. We just, right. I just did a podcast with worship drummer right before you, you know, jumping on here. And we talked about, you know, how do we help our teams run like those who don't grow weary? So this is yes. kind of like a Christmas version of that, of, because you guys on Wilco have had so many questions about set lists and, do we incorporate worship into our set list? And maybe Jason, you actually spoke that, which was a very good conversation. So we're going to have a little chat here about how to maybe craft some set lists for Christmas that maybe will take some of the pressure out of it. And maybe will also help elevate some engagement from your con congregations. Because I know that with Christmas can come um, a little angst because you're like, we're going to learn all these songs and they're not even going to sing it. Or we're going to learn all these songs and it's just for once, for right. one time. One time, one you know? time. And there's a million chord changes. And I don't even know what kind of chord that is. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, we are the same. We are the same. But I don't play guitar <laughs> like you, my friends. You are awesome. Yeah, you are awesome. Okay, so what are some ideas that you have for worship teams, worship leaders? How do we make Christmas? I don't want to say easier, but... How do we stay in the flow, man? How do we stay the groove for Christmas and not lose, you know, heart? Well, I have all the answers on this. So uh, <laughs> buckle in. Here we go. Um, actually, I will say, uh, you know, I think it's interesting because in Advent, you know, we talk a lot about expectation. Right. It's expecting right. Christ to come. It's right. like he's already here, but he's not here. We're like, we're expecting and we're waiting. And Christmas has so much expectation on it from so many different places, right? Like there's right. people that are like, I have been coming to church on Christmas Eve every year for my entire life. It is the highlight, you know? And then there's like my wife who's like, our family always gathers on Christmas Eve and we don't have time to go to church on Christmas Eve. And they're like, well, okay, well, what do we do? Right. I'm right. always there. That's what we, we've, we made it happen. We actually, my church says <laughs> Christmas Eve, Eve now. So we're like, so do we. We are yes. the same. Oh, it's so much better. So much better. <laughs> Every but, um, time we have to walk new people through this and then they love it. So right, good. right. And so so when it comes to worship in church, I've I've done the gamut. I have done everything from like, here's the big production, here's, you know, it's all about Christmas Eve. I've done the like advent leading up to Christmas. I've done the right. like, make sure you do Christmas songs as soon as December hits. We don't do anything but Christmas songs. And then I've done the like, no, it's Advent, we're not doing any Christmas songs. And then like it's just an ongoing, an ongoing tug of war. And crazy? so tell me, do you feel crazy? No. Well, the thing is, I the last couple of years have really settled for me. And um, and Christmas is no longer this big stress, stressful nightmare. And I think the right. and I'm not saying this will work for everybody, but I know for me, what I did in my community is um A is communicate what we're doing recognize that Advent is a seasonal time. Like let's put some right. Christmas songs, but kind of put everything in boxes almost like segmented right. off and go like, okay, we are now going to sing Christmas songs. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, you know, in worship artistry, you know, we teach all the, we teach all the stuff, right? So we do the, like the new Phil Wickham version of this song and, you know, Chris Tomlin, I mean, like 
uh, what's the unspeakable joy is basically yeah. joy to the Paul world, Balash. right? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, and then you have like Paul Balash who, who combines his, his worship songs with like Christmas versions, like, like other lyrics. And then he ties them together. It's a really cool right. mashup. I think he's done that really well. You know, I think what we've done is we've tried to, I'm like, I'm going to stop trying to do Christmas in the middle of the worship set. <laughs> like they're not right. the same songs. They're just not. They're not. And people are you know? anointed. Yes, they are. Some some of them are anointed. It is true. Right. But. Some And some of them, the lyrics are incredibly beautiful mm-hmm. and they can be moments. So what I try and do is kind of separate it. We do a, in Advent, we always kind of follow the church calendar in the, in the, uh, like with readings. So you kind of have these readings that you do every week. Right. And so what we've done is we're like, okay, we're going to do two Christmas songs or three Christmas right. songs right off the bat. And we're going to do them totally traditional. Now, not with all the crazy chords, like I worship artists, right. we've actually recorded now 15, like simple Christmas carols that are just like, here is a band arrangement of God rest ye merry gentlemen, you know, like Thank you. that everybody you can play that everybody can play. And, wow. um, and so I've been doing that and that's been great because it kind of still brings in hooks, but the band is like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is still meant to be in a kind of rock band setting. Um, I say rock band, that makes me sound like, you know, old, you know, like, you know, like a five piece band, you know, like a band, like a church band. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, we, so we do that. Um, so we do those like really kind of simple, just Christmas carols, no additional choruses, no anyway, because ultimately that's really what my people want right. when they want a Christmas song. They're like, let's sing a Christmas song. They don't want me right. to like change it and make these other things. Um, and then we stop. And in the midst of that, we have a family come up and do the reading and there's like an advent wreath. So if you've ever done like the candle lighting, uh, there's one candle for, you know, each week Mm -hmm. and the joy candle is red. It's pretty cool. And so we just invite a family up, they come and they do the readings, they light Mm -hmm. the candle. And then we usually go into another half of the worship set that is now worshipful response. And that has been, it's been for me, at least in my scenario, like the key to unlock a lot of things because I'm not trying to jam Christmas songs into worship. I'm not trying to completely ignore Christmas. I'm kind of going, Hey, this is the season. This is special. And then right. also let's still, we still need time to respond. We still need to right. see this beauty and respond to it in ways that don't necessarily have Christmas language. And uh, so that's why I do it. And I don't, I haven't lost my mind in the last couple of years. And I think oh, when the I worship leader, it. I think when the worship leader is calm and enjoying the moment that helps everybody enjoy <laughs> enjoy the moment. Well, it totally right? does. It totally does. And we should enjoy Christmas. Right. We should. It all, it all started here, you know, <laughs> and, you know, as leaders, we should help create an atmosphere where our teams and our churches are enjoying Christmas and not, uh, you know, take this with a grain of salt. I'm going to say hate, hating, you know, because some of us just feel like this frustration and we become like the proverbial Grinch during totally. Christmas. Cause it's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, or, you know, it's like we start seeing Christmas in Costco in July or in July. <laughs> totally. in we were, Honestly. we were recording, we were recording lessons for Christmas in August this year. So I know yeah, that feeling, totally. but we're like, we're going to be all done with them for the most part. And then I'll get to just enjoy Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and I love that you're talking about Advent because we did have a, you know, we don't get a lot of crazy posts anymore. Um, you know, our teams worked really hard and I know the community, like a lot of them have been around a long time now. So we all help create this, you know, awesome space 
uh, with Worship Leaders Collective, you know, where people can help one another. But someone did post something crazy that somehow slipped through the cracks. <laughs> and oh, it wasn't the post. It's always the threads, right? Because we approve right, all the yeah. posts. And they said something to the effect of anyone who practices Advent is going to help. <laughs> and, you know, like, you know, you sound like, times. you know, you sound just <laughs> like Jesus. That's, uh, that's exactly who you said. That's who you remind me of right now. So it was one of those moments when like the whole team, they're not looking at their phones, you know, we're not like catching it. And I'm just like, <gasps> you know, like you're like driving and you shouldn't be looking at your phone, you know? And then, you know, the next day I have to write this post of like the mom post of like, you know, just bringing everything back into rhythm and back into alignment, you know, like, Hey, there was a post last night, you know, just so you know, like where our stance is on Advent. So, you know, I'm saying all that to say you might practice Advent and not go to hell, by the way. Oh, you that's, know, and great, I think that's it's, great news. And, is, and I, love, <laughs> I love Advents because it helps people slow down and get mm -hmm. focused and be intentional and not just blow through the Christmas season as so many of us have. God forgive us because there's just so many things to do. Parties, you know, planning, songs to learn, presents to buy, you know, all of this. And the focus becomes so not on Jesus. So I, mm -hmm. I love that about Advent because it brings so much in intentionality and slowing down, you know, as Advent means the arrival for those of you who didn't know, you know, so we're just focusing. Yes, we already know he arrived, but we're setting our hearts once again, you know, in wait um, for the camp Kings to be born. Now our church at present, and I wanted to just bring the other side of it, hasn't practiced Advent. Okay. Not against it. Mm -hmm. Totally love it. Totally for it. Well, did you know that um, you're going to hell? Because you're not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so we start singing Highway to Hell. I really wish I had like this little like machine where I could just like start putting all these like funny little things in here. Um, uh, don't be offended. Forgive me for saying Highway to Hell for anyone who gets offended easily. Blood of Jesus, I was a, blood I was a guitar Jesus. teacher. I've heard a lot. I've heard that song a lot. <laughs> it will be fine. It will be fine, but we haven't practiced Advent. Um, and I've also been part of churches that have, but we had a lot of questions this week. You know, people are like, what are you doing in your set list? You know, and do you incorporate worship and all of this? And, and I can remember being a young worship leader in like season after season. I mean, Christmas season after Christmas season, I was noticing something. People were not engaged mm -hmm. like at all. And we could sing like even Oh Holy Night, which I think is one of the most anointed songs ever written like it and the most impossible powerful. to sing so hard totally and, and please <laughs> get the right person to lead that song like honestly if it's the same person every year if they got it just let them sing it every year you know but you really want to bring that song well but you know but people just standing there and i just remember being a young worship leader and it just grieved my heart and i thought surely there's a better way to do this you know and you can be like angry at your congregation <laughs> You know, because we've all had those moments in our young days, you know, thankfully we grow up and we grow through that, you know, where we're not trying to get people to do something, you know, um, but, you know, we're there just to like serve and we're there just, you know, we're there to worship the Lord and to help invite people into that space. So how do we, during the Christmas season, create this space for people to worship the Lord? Okay. So guys, we're not saying we have all the answers, but we just want to, you know, Jason talked about Advent. I'm just going to talk about what I do and you probably already do this and maybe, you know, some of you probably do it better, but out of that, you know, grieving of my heart, you know, some, I just, I love worship. I love to see people fully engaged in worship and just having that face-to-face -face encounter with the Lord. The next year I decided that we were going to do it different. So we didn't, we, what we did was we created a set list 
Now I'm talking about Christmas Eve right now and I'll, I'll back up in a minute, but Christmas Eve or, you know, Christmas Eve, Eve, which is what we practice now. And, and this is how we do it in our church is we will incorporate songs like what a beautiful name mm-hmm. or King of Kings or the bridge of, Oh, come let us adore him, you know? Oh, yeah. And then with like, Oh, Holy night or what child is this? And amalgamate all these songs into almost, you know, the, some of them are separate, but into like these medleys where we're now able to um, bring Christmas and worship together because it really shouldn't be separate. And I think that's one of the things where it goes wrong. It becomes like this separate entity right. over there. Yep. Well, now we're going to practice Christmas, you know? And it's like, this is really just another ex- an, uh, uh, an expression of worship. So, you know, for us, okay, and I'm and I'm not saying singing Christmas songs is weird. So do nobody hear me say that in Jesus' name? Because I am not saying that. I'm not saying that. But if it has been the same case in your church where people were just standing and staring, perhaps this new refining, reformation, reforming of crafting your set list of just being like, we're gonna keep doing the same thing. We're here to worship the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to incorporate Christmas songs now because people want them. And I know why they want them. I want them too. You know, I, I don't not want Christmas songs, but how do we sing Christmas music and also not lose that atmosphere of worship and how, and lose that engagement to where people just suddenly feel weird and they're just standing there staring at you. So we've just incorporated a lot of worship plus and strategically pick the right Christmas songs. Like, for us, God rest you, Mary gentlemen, might not work well on Christmas. <laughs> what? No, that's no. I love it. I love it. I love all the classics. I'm playing them. I want to have my record player out and hear like the vinyl, you know, and like the, you know, all of that. I want to hear all of this. I love all the old music and everything. Um, but I realized years ago that I had to do a retooling because it just wasn't, you know, and and maybe maybe I'm the only one in the world. Maybe I'm the only one. And maybe I'm just sharing this for myself today, you know, and it's not going to I'm taking anybody. stuff from it. I'm taking stuff from it. So, you know, but working. it served us well. I can say this, like even at our church's Hope City, I can say that it has served us really, really well. And like, I can think back to last year, we actually all, the whole church, like got COVID last year. Um, yeah, there's a whole story there. It was packed. Like it was so packed. But the spirit of worship was so high, you know, and we're just like, oh, holy night, like fall on your yeah. knees, you know, and like hands are raised. And I'm like, yes, you know, like this is for Jesus. This is why we're here. You know, this is this is why he came, you know, that we would come and adore the King of Kings, knowing that our lives are be to be so entwined with him. So, you know, that's just some of the ways that, you know, well, that's really only offered one way that we entwine our worship into Christmas is to entwine worship into Christmas that it wouldn't become separate entities. Now, what do, what have we done leading up to that? And I probably sounded like a grandson Wilco, and I think I chimed in on something you said. Now, this is going to be, this is going to be, oh, my dog's barking. Can you hear him? I'm just going to be real, no, you guys. I, I can hear I, my I beagle. Hear <laughs> and, um, we actually don't do a lot of Christmas music up until then. We might, you know, we might put in like joy, unspeakable joy, because Everybody loves that. Guys, it's mm-hmm. still at the top of Wilco Christmas. We did a poll. You mm-hmm. guys, like, that's just still like your, I think, number two or number three song that you're doing this year is Joy Unspeakable Joy. 
it just like goes with anything. So like, I'll, I'll, I'll add that onto something. I'll add, oh, come let us adore him. You know, stuff that really ties in well leading up until that moment. Cause I have found for our church culture that by the time Christmas comes, they've kind of just tired. They've tired of singing all the Christmas songs, you know? So, you know, and again, you got to do you, you got to do what's right for your church culture. Um, But between what Jason has shared and just a little bit of what I had shared, you know, perhaps that helps unlock you a little bit and perhaps that helps give you maybe a new perspective and, you know, just maybe a new way of doing things. So, you know, I would love to hear, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys, like, what are you doing with your Christmas sets, you know? And so that we can be offering, you know, even on social media, like, hey, here's some new ways to maybe reimagine Christmas. Because I don't think anyone is doing it the right way or the wrong way. I think the way that God's calling your church to do it is the right way. And um, because that's going to be most effective and impactful in our church. But my heart and my prayer and my hope is that as, you know, with Christmas, that our worship wouldn't pull back but our worship would actually increase as we focus on the arrival of Jesus Christ. You know, um, there's, there's, I love it. Did you have any, did you have any more ideas you wanted to add? Any thoughts? Um, uh, well, I want, I wanted to ask you a question yeah. and then I also have something else I wanted to throw out there um, yeah. really quickly. Uh, what are some of your, what are some of your Christmas season songs? Like some of those, so I like I like I always the one song I bring in a lot of times like here I am to worship old song but it is like a sneaky yeah, Christmas yeah. song right yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's all about light of the yeah, world yeah, you yeah, step yeah, down into yeah, darkness yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. like what are some of the yeah. ones you said King of Kings what are some of the other King things of Kings like, um, here I am to worship is one uh, another one actually is I could sing of your love forever I found that actually has worked really really well um, what's another one there's another one. Mm. I don't know. It's eluding me, you know, but anything that sings. Post him on Wilco. Post him on Wilco. (laughs) We totally will. That's a really good idea. We should start that thread today together. Um, But, you know, so any songs that we're singing around Christmas, I should have said this is about Jesus. So we're really, really focusing our attention and we should hear me out. We should always be focusing our attention on Jesus but I'm probably not going to be singing rest on us as much in December as I have been in November. That makes sense. Yeah. Because as a pastor, I want to begin to focus our church on like, Hey, like let's slow down. Let's be thinking about Jesus, you know, all about him. And and people could say, yeah, well, it should always be about him 100%. But I'm really trying to make sure that everything, every song that we're doing this December is vertical is vertical. It's not about us. This is all about him so that we're just like coming to adore the King of Kings. We're coming to adore the King of Kings so that by the time Christmas comes, our eyes and our heart and our focus is solely set on him. Worthy of it all could be another one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. Worthy of it all would be, it would be another great one. Um, You know, we could say how great thou art. Like there's just like, there's all these ones, you know, and maybe some of the verses you know, and when I think that God has said not sparing, maybe leave that out. You know, like there's ways that we can craft things, but we can pull from the chorus and right. merge it and merge it with something else. So there's a lot of ways, you guys, that that we can help augment um, worship during Christmas. It doesn't have to be a time that we shrink back. 
you know, per se in our worship. It doesn't have to be weird. You know, it can be great. It can be awesome. If we just, I think for some of us, we just got to retool a little bit of, of things and maybe we've been trying to do it like somebody else and that's why it's not working. So, you know, just ask the question, how is God calling you to right. lead your church in worship this Christmas? Yeah. I found a lot of my, uh, a lot of my struggles were about what I thought needed to be. And God was like, mm. <laughs> turns out Christmas isn't about you. So, you know, uh, what are we going to do? Yeah. It's funny. It's not about you, Jenny. Yeah. Funny how, how it works. The one other thing that I would throw out there is there is a book uh, by a guy named Scott Erickson called mm -hmm. Honest Advent. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's an artist and he writes and I love it's 25 days. It is, it's these beautiful meditations on Mary and like the waiting and, you know, every little section has a, has a piece of art that goes with it and there's theme. Mm -hmm. So we do that as a family, just in terms of like to try and help this season be sacred and actually yeah. sit down and go like, okay, we're all, like in the midst of all the bustle, whatever, we're still going to do this. And my kids are like, oh, I don't want to, I want, you know, you're like, I don't care. This is important. <laughs> and it's like, we sit there and they're like, and they're like, and it's funny, the first couple, they're just like, ugh. And then by right. like day four, day five, you know, it's, what do you see in this picture? And just right. kind of thinking through it. And I know for me, like having some cues that kind of help in the rest of my life to mm -hmm. help bring that sacred sense to it is, is really helpful. So highly recommend that one. Love it. Get the book, you guys. <laughs> What's the name of the book called again? Advent? Honest Advent, Honest Advent by Scott Erickson. By Scott Erickson, 25 it's... days to help us focus on the arrival of Jesus Christ. Okay, you guys, that's all we got in the pocket for that. Just wanted to help offer some helpful tips uh, leading up to Christmas. Stay tuned next week for another episode of the Woco Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you felt encouraged and a little more equipped for the journey you're on this season. If you're interested in weekly mentorship in a small group setting or would like to find more worship resources, check it all out at worshipleaderscollective.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Connect, encourage, and equip. This is what we're all about at Wilco. We go together, not alone. Together, we can help move church forward.